In this message pastor encourages that we are coming out of a long season of trouble and the Lord wants us to come out strong. We are walking into a new season. This message teaches why the Lord tarries and how to walk with the Lord for a season to change. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus tonight. Let's open our Bibles to 2nd Chronicles chapter 15. This is a scripture that I was preaching the other day for another church. It's the same scripture that the Holy Spirit impressed upon me tonight to share with you. 2nd Chronicles chapter 15 verse 3. Now for a long season Israel had been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law but when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him he was found of them now for a long season that is the word a long season the holy spirit i i believe is just not telling you know uh I mean the Holy Spirit is telling each one of us that you are coming out of your long seasons even this covid-19 and this lockdowns and all that is going on in our land and in our in the country in the nations of the world seems very long it's been going on for a long time and this the scripture that the Holy Spirit put into my heart and the spirit of God told me to tell you that God will bring you out of your long seasons Amen. It might be a long season of just waiting on God for something for a breakthrough. It might be a long season of poverty or in debt. It might be a long season of just being powerless and weak. It might be a long season of sickness, some affliction. But some long standing uh issues you're going to come out of it in the name of Jesus tonight. Lift your hand by faith and say in the name of Jesus I'm coming out of my long seasons of trouble. Amen. 40 years the children of Israel wandered around the wilderness. 40 years the same manna the same battles the same enemies. 40 years Deuteronomy 2 and verse 2 The Lord said it is long enough that you have walked around this mountain Now turn northward. Tonight I sense the Holy Spirit saying, "It's been a long season that you've been wandering, going around the same issues, same problems, same challenges. Sometimes it can be in your head, the same worry, the same fears, the same anxieties, the same things that has been pressing into your life that has come from the enemy. Tonight in the name of Jesus, made May it be the last day of your life that you're walking in that. May you come out of it in the name of Jesus. May you rise up in the morning to a new season, a new freshness that comes from the Holy Ghost. Lift your hand and say I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. God doesn't expect anybody to be in the same issue for a long time. You remember in the scriptures it says the children of his I mean uh, the disciples of Jesus they were in the boat for a 
you know, th- there was a storm. It seemed a long storm all through the night. And uh, I have realized one thing that the storm does not wake up Jesus. The storm does not wake up Jesus. What wakes up Jesus is the disciples cry. It is your prayer. In the storms of life, there is the storms of life does not wake up Jesus. But in between that, if you will seek him, if you will pray, if you will call on the name of Jesus and seek his face, your cry the Lord will hear. Open your mouth and say the Lord will hear my cry. Why was Jesus sleeping? Why did Jesus take long to come to the disciples while they were going through the storm in the in the seas? One thing that I've realized it is for you to realize your potential. Peter would never have recognized his potential to walk over the water if the Lord didn't tarry to come. Sometimes in the long longness of your season and nothing happens outside. It is for you to realize your potential, your talents, your giftings. Amen. It is for you to discover who you are. Tonight, I sense the Holy Spirit of God is helping somebody to discover who you are. Your potential. Your potential. There are gifts that God has placed inside of you. There is graces that He's invested inside of you. You will be able to endure this season. You will be able to come through because God has put in graces inside of you. Joseph, 17 years of age. 17 years of age, he received a dream. He saw a vision. 13 years later, see, long season, 13 years for that dream to be fulfilled. I mean, Joseph had only the gift of seeing dreams. But he never stepped out of that long season until he received the gift of interpretation of dream in the prison. The moment he began to sense his gifting had changed and he was able to interpret dreams of others. Boom! Within a short span, he was in the palace. Fulfillment of dreams. Never take the right dreams to the wrong people. Never take the right dreams to the wrong people. Who are the wrong people? Or the wrong person to whom you can take a dream? The one who doesn't have a dream. Somebody who doesn't have a dream, you tell them your dream. They won't understand. I still remember years back when God called me. I began to tell people, God has called me to preach the gospel. That time I was in the Catholic church. Can you imagine? People say, preach the gospel? Are you going to be a priest? I am already a priest. (laughs) I am a royal priest. They couldn't understand. They said, how will you live? care of when people who have no vision you tell them your vision they won't understand I've realized 
trying to sometimes cast a vision over a church about what God is going to do. But they are only looking at the immediate, the present. They cannot see far. Everything that God does is tied to a season. Look at 2 Kings chapter 4, 16 and 17. I wanted to look at those two uh, words in that scripture. 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 16 and 17. Then he said, About this time next year, you shall embrace a son. This is Elijah in the, the house, of, uh, house of the Shunammite woman. And he's saying to her, This time, Next year, next year, You shall embrace the son. Embrace the son. And she said, No, my lord, Man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. See the, the 15 and 16 the verse. And he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood at the door. And he said, about this season, according to the time of life, you shall embrace a son. Season and time of life. Your life is connected to seasons. There are seasons of dryness. Some of you are going to come out of it tonight. Long seasons. In, in, in life, there are seasons. It is tied to a season. But God wants His children to come out of long seasons of poverty, of debt, of discouragement, of distress and affliction. He wants you to recognize your potential and giftings. He wants you to come out strong. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Glory be unto you. Know, the children of Israel came out of Egypt. Out of 30 years. But they came out strong like an army. The Bible says. Strong like an army. They put their faith in the lamb. And in the blood of the lamb. They came out as strong as an army. There was none feeble among them. May you come out. Strong. In the name of Jesus. Look at Abraham. He was not Abraham. And God called him. His name was Abraham. God said, I will make your name great. So God added a couple more alphabets to it. Abraham became Abraham. I'll give you generations or descendants. Abraham looked through his wife Sarah for the easy way. And that is the trouble in the Middle East right now. But we speak peace over that land in the name of Jesus. But 25 years, Abraham was 75 and God gave him the promise, you shall have Isaac. 25 years. But look at Genesis 17 verse 1. Genesis 17 verse 1. God is coming to Abraham when he's 99 years old. Wow. May you live that long. Someone, someone listening. May you live that long. 99. Good place to say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Leah said amen to that. Amen. I wanted to go above 99. <laughs> Genesis 17 verse 1. When Abraham was 99 years old, ah. the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. Walk. I wanted to underline that word. Walk before me and be innocent. And the next verse, I like it. Abraham, the third verse, Abraham fell on his face. <laughs> Easy thing to say. God says, walk before me, 
be perfect ah yeah lord i'll do it tomorrow <laughs> i've been done it for 24 years okay lord that sounds nice be perfect okay cool <laughs> he fell face down before the lord that is as if to say lord help me but i want you to look at that word walk walk for your season to change the next year the season had changed he had his isaac but he walked at the new testament church i want you to i want to simplify it for you walk what does it mean to walk with the law w is wisdom say that with me w is wisdom but god says walk it means be wise and what is wisdom james chapter 3 speaks about the the wisdom that comes from the flesh the wisdom that comes from the world and the wisdom that is pure that comes from the almighty god and there is also the wisdom that is diabolic and when god says walk in wisdom he wants you to walk in godly wisdom that means locating god's way of doing things you have learned man's way of doing things that's not wisdom god's wisdom is locating god's way of doing things whether it be your finances whether it be your relationship whether it be your marriage whether it be raising up your children whether it be your business whether it be ministry locating god's way of doing things walk if you are honestly saying lord i want to know your your way of doing things how do i go about doing this james 1 verse 5 says if anyone lacks wisdom let him ask of god ask him and he will give it to you liberally proverbs 13 and verse 20 walk with the wise and you will be wise walk with the wise and you will be wise sometimes the easiest way to walk in wisdom is to walk with the wise who you relate with who you associate with people who you know who who you can recognize as people who have god's word inside of them who have a relationship with jesus who know how to hear from god when god gives you a chance to rub shoulders with them or get tuned to the wisdom from god that comes through them walk you will become wise easiest way you show me who your friends are who your counselors are who you listen to the most and i'll tell you where your life is going walk you want your season to change walk in wisdom second timothy chapter 3 this is one of the scriptures my spiritual father taught me verse 16 and 17 it says that all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness 
that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Look at the 15th verse. And that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. The Scriptures is able to make you wise unto salvation. And we speak about salvation, we think it's about going to heaven, definitely. But it's just not that. Salvation. It comes from a Greek word called sozo. Nothing broken, nothing missing. It means wholeness in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. It's just not in your spirit. God has not forgotten his promises. Even in the pandemic, he can help your soul. He can help your body. And not only your spirit alone. Lift your hand and say, Jesus, help me. I want to walk in the wisdom of God, in the wholeness that you promised up through your scripture. The A stands for anointing. Anointing we know is the power of God. Say that with me. The anointing is the power of God. Power of God. I am straining too much. We don't have feedbacks here. You know, I hope uh, this is clear to you, but I'm just trying to, you know, this is kind of tough on my throat. Anointing is the power of God. The anointing is speaking about a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Say that with me. Walking with God is a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It is sensing the reality of the Spirit of God in you, on you, around you. I mean, if you have the Holy Spirit, you can't stay depressed for a long time. Because he's the comforter. You can choose to be depressed if you want to. Some people have taken that choice. He's the comforter. I mean, he is the one who will give you hope when everything seems hopeless. So you can't look at the circumstances and situation and say, looks like everything is hopeless. Sense the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with Him. You cannot even be lonely when you have the Holy Spirit. Aloneness is different from loneliness. God saw that Adam was alone, not lonely. Can you imagine the whole universe? And Adam was the only guy. You have only one bedroom in your home. Or maybe two or three. And you say, I want a Lord in this big house. Can you imagine the whole universe? The whole earth. And Adam was not lonely. God said, Adam, you're alone. It's not good for man to be alone. So I'll make a help me to Loneliness. Some of you can't even put up or bear up with yourself. I mean, 
mean you yourself are three or four people together over breakfast you are the angel over lunch you are the woman who creates the tantrum in the home over the evening time you are the sulky girl and the night you are like singing all melodies unto god you're more than a handful just get single now just <laughs> just 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 be yourself and just unless you can keep company with yourself i realize you cannot fellowship with the holy spirit because some people are continuously speaking to themselves the time they should be speaking to god they are questioning themselves they are walking in regret guilt fear and that's what they are communicating all the time they are handling the ghost of their past checking for the skeletons in the closet Where do you have time to fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Where do you have time to hear from God? How do you know how He is leading you? Lift your hand and say, "Holy Spirit, help me." Amen. See, the Holy Spirit or the anointing increases not when you. clap your hands or shout out loud all that is good please do it but it is when you obey him every time when i can't hear from him i ask lord where have i disobeyed you what have you communicated to me before and i've not obeyed you and if i backtrack and find okay this is a place where i disobeyed the holy spirit told me this it might be a simple thing it might be just forgiving somebody it might be just letting go something it might be just forgetting the past and just moving forward but when you obey him that's when the anointing increases his presence becomes more stronger his voice becomes more clearer there's more clarity about your future on what he's showing you anointing is the manifested presence and the power of the holy spirit manifested it's just not speaking in tongues manifested the l what is the l walk w is wisdom a is anointing to come out of your season long season l what is l What is L? L is light. Say it with me. L is light. Light. Ecclesiastes. It is eleven and verse seven. It says, "Light is sweet. You're illuminated. You're not walking in darkness. Illumination. Light is sweet. Did you find that? Ecclesiastes. It is eleven, verse seven. Truly. 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 Light is sweet. Yeah, Ecclesiastes 2 verse 13. The Bible says light is excellent. It's excellent. It's more excellent than darkness. 
Psalms 36 verse 9 The psalmist is saying Lord in your light We see our own light So it is in the light of God The light of scriptures In the light of Jesus That you see yourself You are trying to figure out yourself The path for yourself And you can never do that Until you find your light in him Job chapter 3 verse 20 now look at the scripture Job chapter 3 verse 20 Just before Psalms Job 3 20 It says there Wherefore is light given unto him That is in misery So when you have no light You are miserable You are in misery God gives you light when you are in misery The word of God I am preaching to you tonight is light Showing you the path Darkness Is miserable When you are not sure of the will of God When you don't know what to do It's miserable But you and me as a child of God we know The Bible sold As very clearly said In the last days there shall be famines There shall be pestilences The coming of Jesus is very near as a matter of fact when you look at Bible prophecies let me tell you something it might shock you but I firmly believe I firmly believe that we are the last generation before Jesus comes I never thought of that but it shook me we were never there when God created the heavens and the earth. We were never there all through the Old Testament times. And I have sometimes regretted or felt bad that I was never there. Even when Jesus was walking on the earth, I have felt bad that I was not there with Jesus. Or on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell on the church, I wished I was there. And I felt, oh Lord, can I go back and be there? But I sense in the light of God's scriptures and what's happening that we might be the last generation before Jesus comes that's a very profound thing what would you want to do I want to give my maximum unto Jesus I want to make sure as many souls can hear the gospel need to hear the gospel it's just not about church or our ministry. All platforms that God is making available, I'm going out there and preaching. Whatever forms. Because the Holy Spirit is putting this into my heart that we might be the last generation before Jesus comes. And you're thinking of building up your business? <laughs> Do that. At the same time, do what you should do for the kingdom. Wow. Wow. Are you happy if Jesus comes in your generation, Leah? Are you sure? Yes. 
I remember my wife telling me you know, when she heard the message on second coming of Jesus she she said lord she was a teenager then but she told me only prayer that she made was lord before you come lord i want to get married <laughs> she was a teenager so till then she was looking up for marriage not to me just marriage don't say okay now we connect two two and two <laughs> she was looking at that marriage that was the biggest thing at that time of her life how to find the right guy who to get married to and then it's the time that her parents brought her to the church and I was preaching on the second coming of Jesus so she very honestly she said oh my my plans are going to go oh my god but lord please but later on she consecrated her life to the lord when the talks continued on the second coming of Jesus Can you imagine your plans going here by Your plans to maybe go around the world might not happen. You might go over the world. Rapture. What I'm telling you is serious, guys. What I'm telling you is serious. I'm not joking. What if we are the last generation before Jesus comes? Have you thought about it? Are you still going to backslide? Jesus said, "Let him, I mean, he who is holy, let him be holy still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still." I mean, don't even think about it. walk light wisdom anointing light kesh knowledge somebody said knowledge is no edge people who know have the edge you have an edge if you have knowledge whatever if you know and we know something that Jesus Christ will come back for a church that is glorious 1 Timothy chapter 2 verses 4 and 5 look at that 1 Timothy chapter 2 verses 4 who who desires all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth See after salvation the most important thing that God wants is for you to have knowledge knowledge of the truth for there is one God and one mediator between God and men the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time knowledge knowledge Luke chapter 11 verse 52 look at that Luke 11:52 Luke 11 verse 52 What to you lawyers mm. for you have taken away the key of knowledge See the key so knowledge is a key 
the key. So he who has knowledge as key. Lift your hand and say, Lord, give me a knowledge that is according to your word. Give me understanding according to your word. Amen. Don't pursue power. Pursue knowledge. Don't pursue after riches. Pursue knowledge. Paul said after 27 years of mystery that I might know him. That I might know him. After 27 years he said, of walking with the Lord, he says that I might know him. Philippians chapter 3. That I might know. Look at, uh, I think it's the uh, 9 and 10th verse. Know him. know him and the power of his resurrection and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering are you with me after 27 he still wants to know and you know him through the scripture you know him with fellowshipping with the holy spirit you can never walk with him by just knowing two scriptures and then saying hallelujah, amen. And when it's your time to pray, say okay, uh, somewhere in, uh, you're testifying to somebody or praying for somebody, say somewhere in, I think it is in Psalms or in Hebrews or somewhere it says whoever goes to the Lord for safety. Now you got to be sure. It is Psalm 91. Get hungry. Get hungry. Don't be religious, but be spiritual. It's not about knowledge. Is how how do I how do I know the Lord more? How do I walk with Him? What need what do I need to obey? Where where, where do I need correction? Where do I need change? What is the Spirit of God telling me? That's how you walk with God, and that's how the season changes. When there's a change inside, there's a change outside. Wow. And I spent hours studying the scripture. Just not to preach. What I might need to preach for the next one year, I might have in the books already there. But I'm just hungry. It's spoken about, I think, um, David Livingston, after having been a missionary into Africa, I went there, Blantyre. We went there, Blantyre. That's where he started his missionary journey into Africa. Some of the people from England, they came looking for him years later. And when they were trekking through the forest they, to go to the place where he was, finally they came to the place. It was night. And one of the people who were in that camp told him, Livingston is in that tent, in that small little hut or whatever. So went there and the lamb was lit 
and Livingston was on his knees reading the scripture. I said, Livingston? Yes, I'm trying to see where, what else I need to obey. What is the Lord telling me? Where do I need to correct? Having already lost one arm when a lion ate of that. When he went back to Scotland in between, his wife did not recognize him because of the tan on his face. But that man was still studying. Can you imagine that? And then we have the church here who knows everything. They're no longer hungry. They walk in superficiality and pride. But I want to know him. I want to have knowledge of what God's word. I want to have wisdom and knowing of what he's trying to communicate. I want to walk in the anointing. I want to walk in the light of God's word. There are people who are wasting their time. Watching useless movies and watching, listening to useless stuff. It doesn't profit you at all. I might come like a hard preacher, but I do not know why. The Holy Spirit of God is telling you, tell you, get into God's word. Don't just be religious, must be spiritual. What is the difference between religious and spiritual? Religious is, you know, I mean, religious is, once a man, an example, a man came to me. He was wanting to smoke. He's got a problem with smoking. So he came to church. So he said, smoke. He said, no. It's a holy place. It's a holy place. I cannot smoke. That is religious. A place. It's holy. I told him, let me tell you something more powerful than that. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's holier than this place. So you think you can smoke when you're outside? You can't. He said, oh, I never thought of it that way. I said, you're religious, you're not spiritual. Bible all through the week but the moment you come to church you open the scripture you don't lift your hand one day at home to pray but suddenly in church you are like waving your hands for the whole week I think interest got a waving hand See, that is the religious. 
knowledge is just not information it is just second kings chapter 2 you know the story elijah is about to be taken up elijah is walking with him and the bible uses the word second kings chapter 2 50 prophets were watching and they said to elijah do you know that your master will be taken today so they knew 50 prophets knew that elijah would be taken up but they were not passionate to receive something it was just here there was no passion from heart so knowledge when the bible speaks about it just not head information it is something that is together with passion elijah just did not only really had knowledge but he had passion he says i want a double portion and he got something so when the bible speaks about knowledge walking with god to come out of your season it means wisdom anointing light and knowledge that is coupled up with passion which says i want to some of you can listen to this message and say okay lord praise the lord take notes if you're called to preach you might look through that notes and preach but some of you after this message will go into your room and cry through the night saying the impartation of that word i wanted and that's when you come out of your season lift your hand and say jesus help me tonight jesus help me tonight amen blessed be the name of the lord glory be unto the name of jesus lift your hand give one more shout to jesus tonight amen blessed be the name of the lord glory unto jesus amen there are many people who will react to the situation and events around their life but who will never respond to the holy spirit inside of them they're religious but not spiritual and that is why they are in the same mess they don't come out then you think maybe through your 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 when god does something nice for you you smile when something as when nothing seems to be happening you are like frowning as if you think god is going to look at your frown and says okay pardon me see god doesn't respond to facial expressions religious people are people who will just have this holy look hands are far away they're not walking with god wow well let me bring this you're going to come out of your season in the name of jesus now for a long season israel had been without the true god true god tonight somebody is tuned in i'm speaking to you about the true god the god who created the heavens and the earth who sent his son jesus to die for you on the cross of calvary 2000 years ago jesus who shed his blood for the forgiveness of your sin 
who died and rose again from the dead ascended into heaven seated at the right hand of God the Father one of these days he will come back tonight if you are listening give your life to him it says that they were without the true God and without a teaching priest there were a lot of priests but somebody who could teach God told me during this pandemic when the moment is started God said be a teaching priest just keep teaching the word I can come here and just have a couple of songs and then just say hallelujahs and we can just have a service of breaking a bread and finish with that but I'm making sure by the grace of God that I teach week after week feed you the word because you come out of your seasons with the word because that's how faith arises that's how confidence comes when you hear the word the word is inside of you as a matter of fact in Amos chapter 8 and verse 11 it says that time will come when men will run to and for searching for the word I've read that many a time but it says there there shall be a famine on the earth not for bread nor for water but for the hearing of the word not for the word the hearing of the word the word is given to you but many do not want to hear it and I, I can move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and prophesy over you that is good and I'll do it whenever the Lord leads but you're going to be only strong if the word of God dwells in you heaven and earth might pass away but the word of the Lord shall not pass away Hebrews 4.12 the word of God is living and active it's living Luke chapter 5 they pressed to hear the word Luke 5 1 they pressed to hear the word Ecclesiastes 8 4 where the word of the king is there is power Colossians 3 16 let the word of God richly dwell within you Acts 19 verse 20 the word of God grew mightily and prevailed when the word of God grows inside of you you will prevail also are you with me? I asked some of the people who helped me. What word you studied today? They said nothing. Don't be empty. Fill yourself with the word. Young men, you have overcome the evil one because the word of God abides in you. Jeremiah 15, 16. I ate the word and it was sweet. Can you imagine that? I mean, sickness has symptoms, don't, isn't it? We are, we are almost all, all of us are by heart of the symptoms of COVID-19. Can you imagine that? The healing power is in the word. healing 
power is in the word of God. You go to a doctor, the doctor tells you, okay, take this tablet three times a day. And you would religiously take it. I'm giving you the word. Take it. It'll keep you healthy. Believe it. Believe the Lord and believe his prophets. I'm not telling you any of the stories. I'm telling you the word of God preaching to you. React to it. Respond to it. Take it in. Sometimes doctors might say, this tablet you get up in the night at 2 o'clock and eat it. I remember when I used to go for workout. My trainer telling me, you know, between the night after dinner and the morning, at least get up at 2 or 3 and drink a glass of whey protein so you don't lose your muscles. So I would keep an alarm to get up at 2 or 3 and drink a glass of... Nobody had to take it from me. I would go to the kitchen, open the whey protein, put it, drink it, stand before the mirror and flex the muscles a couple more times and go to sleep. The Lord said, son, get up in the night at 2 and read. Teaching priest. And without without law, not without the law, without law. Message Bible says without a law. In other words, without an order. See, God believes in order. Genesis 22 verse 9, it says there, the wood was kept in order. 1 Kings 18.33, the same thing. They build the altar in all order. There's an interesting scripture in 2 Samuel 17 verse 23. Look at that. 2 Samuel 17 verse 23. I'll see if it is there. King James Version 17.23 And when Haithapol saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his ass and arose and got up home to his house, to his city and put his household in order and hanged himself and died. Haithapol, you know the story, I'm not going to preach on that. The devil himself, you can say, gave counsel against David. Once a trusted man of David. Stood with Absalom, but the devil himself in the Old Testament, he put his house in order before he died. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Let everything be done, 1 Corinthians 14, in order, decently and in order. So tonight, tonight, God wants to bring you out of your season. I'm going to pray with you now. But you got to walk with Jesus. Lift your hand and say, I want to walk with Jesus. Take a song. I want to walk with Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus.